Shalom, everyone. I am Dr. Renee, the Assistant Pastor of Empowerment of Faith, Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. I am so elated that this week we have been celebrating 22 years of ministry. Dr. Larry, it has been a plum pleasing pleasure to be connected to you and be mentored by you 21 of those 22 years. So babe, it has been a blessing. Thank you so much for how you have poured yourself out to others, poured yourself into me. And definitely we know that you are hearing from Elohim and we're excited about the journey. So thank you so much. And then also our elders, they have been ministering all week long. It has been a blessing listening to you. You sound like uh, some bun a bunch of little Dr. Larry's. <laughs> that vision is definitely going forth and it, you sound just like him, but you're using your personalities and you're using your training and that in which you have conquered, you're able to minister that. So we're excited about that as well. So continue to keep your hand to the plow and do not turn back. Okay, so on today, I want to talk about lost kings in the earth and how you can reconnect to your purpose. And so in Timothus, it tells us that, uh, as a matter of fact, Timothus, Olive, two and four, it is the will of the Father that you not only be saved, but come into the knowledge of the truth. So being saved is not enough. We must know several things and ask ourselves several questions. And here are some of the questions that you should ask. What am I supposed to be doing as an ambassador? And we'll get into what an ambassador is. All right. Number one, who am I? Where am I from? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And what am I called to do? So in order to know what your purpose is and what you're called to do, we've got to go back to the manufacturer. All right, so the kingdom mandate, you can find that in Bereshit 1 and 28. Elohim blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. All right, so in the beginning, the father, he gave dominion to both of them to rule and to dominate the earth. We are never to dominate each other, but we're always to dominate our circumstances and not let our circumstances dominate us. Okay. And then we are also to saturate the earth with the precepts of the covenant of his word. Many times we get into uh, this democratic, democratic society that we're in. I mean, we were born into it. We're here. And so our mindset, we've been developed to think that, okay, I need to do things a certain way. But if that certain way is not according to the word of Elohim, then I need to do what? Change the way that I think. All right. So let's look at this. When you understand your purpose, you have vision. What is vision? Vision is a revelation of purpose. So I'm here to make the earth look like heaven. 
So earlier when we were telling about um, the kingdom mandate, there was a particular word that we were sharing with you. And that word is 10. When we take a close look at that word 10, it is the Hebrew word abad. And so for those of you who've been following us, you've heard this word over and over again. So this word abad is comprised of ein, but yet dalet. And so we see that this word ein, Hebrew alibet ein, it means to see, it means to know, it means to experience, and it also means to have vision. And then, but yet it's telling me that something is inside or there's a pattern. There's something that I need to focus on. And what is that pattern? Well, here it is. Uh, Dalet, that pattern is the kingdom. Dalet is the access or the um, culture of the kingdom. So I need to make sure that I can spiritually see the pattern that comes from inside of the kingdom of heaven. All right. So when we were talking earlier, we were just saying that we, know, we need to make sure that we change the way that we think. If I'm not ready to change the way that I think, your pastor or whomever can lay hands on you 200 times and nothing will change. Nothing's gonna change until I what? Change the way that I think. So as an ambassador, I need to make sure that my precepts are the precepts of the father. As, as a matter of fact, let's look at that word for ambassador since we keep bringing it up. We don't like to use the word Christian because Christian has a Greek connotation to it, but ambassador, it links us back to the word of Elohim. So ambassador in Hebrew, the word ambassador is pronounced seer. And so this seer, it's comprised of three Hebrew Olivets. And the three Hebrew Olivets are Sadi, Yud, and Resh. So the Hebrew Olivet Sadi, it means to have a strong desire or a strong pull towards something. And then the Hebrew Olivet Yad, it means to be powerful or to have a creative ability according to the Holy Spirit. And then also the last Hebrew Olivet that we're looking at here is Resh. And so Resh, it means ruler, or it means to uh, have the intent to do something. So when we look at the entire word concerning ambassador, uh, we're looking at Sadi, Yud, Resh, well, when we're looking at this word yud, and I want to go back to this because it's sometimes it's really important to stay uh, connected or flow with the content. Well, not sometimes, it's always purposeful to stay in flow with the continuity of the content in the context of what's going on in this scripture. Okay, so with this particular word, yod, Yod is comprised of two Hebrew alphabets as well. I know it's long, but you know what? We're going somewhere. Believe me, we're going somewhere with this. So Yod is spelled Yud Dalet. So we already said that Yud, it means power and that creative ability. And then Dalet is the access to the kingdom keys or the access to the covenant of the kingdom. 
So when we look at the entire word for ambassador, we know that this person is a powerful anointed ruler who has a strong desire to live by teaching the covenant of the kingdom. See, I cannot do whatever I want to do and expect the father to bless it. As a matter of fact, there's something that I like to always say. We've been so busy running our lives, doing our own thing, and then asking the father to bless what he has no charge over. We've got to change the way that we think. It, he, he's, he can't do it. He cannot bless anything that he has not mandated. So as an ambassador, I know that I have been placed on this earth to make heaven look like, excuse me, to make earth look like heaven. Yeah. We definitely don't want to make heaven look like earth because when we do that, uh, we're trying to compromise and, and influence the father of our ideas. Okay. All right. So as an ambassador, see, we're no longer Christians. As an ambassador, I must do what thus says Elohim. I'm to saturate this earth with the precepts of the kingdom. So now let's get into this. There are kings in the earth, but we know that these kings are disconnected from their purpose because instead of teaching the kingdom covenant, they're teaching whatever they want. They're teaching what they feel is right. They're teaching according to their own belief system or their, their own interpretation. But the principles are already set. The precepts are already set. And then as a matter of fact, they're going a step further. Some people have gotten so far away until they're like, you know what? I don't want to have anything to do with the church or any type of organized religion. Okay, but would you like unorganized religion? Okay, but anyway, I, I don't want to, um, they go so far off until they're freestyling and doing whatever they see fit. That is not what an ambassador should do. As an ambassador, I need to ask myself, am I representing the kingdom or am I representing myself? Am I, about, am I about the kingdom's business or am I only doing it when it's merely convenient for me? Am, am I representing the king at all times or do I just wanna do my own thing? See, as an ambassador, I am not to fulfill my own desires, but I'm here to dominate the system. I'm here to dominate the earth through kingdom living. All right. Okay, so as a kingdom ambassador, I am not to fulfill my own desires, but I am here to dominate the earth through kingdom living. So let's look at this in Lucas. In Lucas 15 and 11, the word of Elohim reads, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, father, give me my share of your property. So he divided his livelihood between them. Not many days after the young son gathered all of, all of this together and traveled into a, father, a far country. There 
he wasted his property with riotous living. And when he had spent all of it, there arose a severe famine in that country and he began to be in need. He went to join himself to one of the citizens of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed pigs. He wanted to fill his belly with the pods that the pigs ate, but no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare and I am dying with hunger. I will get up and go to my father and I will tell him, father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your higher servants. I want to say that, you know, we clearly see that this um, story, some call this a parable, but this is actually a key to the kingdom. And some call this particular story a prodigal son, but I call this particular son a lost king. He was in the house at one particular time and decided to venture off and do whatever he wanted to do. And, you know, we see what happened. But the point is, he, he wasn't um, so ignorant to the point where he didn't know how to come back. The word of Elohim says that he came to himself. So let's look at this. In verse, uh, in verse 13, it says, not many days after the young son gathered all of this together, traveling to a far country, there he wasted his property with riotous living. So what can we say about this lost king? He decided to go off. He decided, well, you know what? I think I can handle this thing. But he made a mess of it. Then he was caused to look up. The beauty of this is that he came to himself, not only did he repent to his father, but he repent to Elohim as well. Some people feel like, well, okay, I'm going to repent to Elohim and I'm good and I don't have to repent to anybody else. Well, when you mess things up, it's important to make sure that you have a relationship with the father and then also have a relationship with other people here. Some people feel like, well, they can only, well, I'm good. I have a relationship with him, so I'm good. No, uh, that's not enough. We have to be able to work together with other people and not be offended and continually uh, show the father's hand right here through our lives and demonstrate his power. All right, so let's look at this. As we go on, we see that he says in verse 18, I will get up and go to my father and I will tell him, father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, I am no more worthy. He had a spirit of humility. As a matter of fact, it sounded like he had hit rock bottom, rock bottom. For some people, it will take all of that and even more. But until you change the way that you think, until I change the way that I think, change the way that I do things, then I will never get the same. I mean, I will never get different results until I change the way I think. Your future, as far as sex is related to, your future is predictable. 
success is predictable. Failure is predictable. So if I disconnect from my source, guess what? It's predictable. We already know what the end is going to be. So we must reconnect to our purpose. All right, so here in verse 19, it says, I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. Well, at least the young man knew how to work. <laughs> at least he knew how to work, but we must not work what we want to work, but work the precepts of the kingdom. See, when we get disconnected, we begin to do everything else and busy doing this and doing that. And it may seem good. Just because it seems good does not mean that is what you're supposed to be doing. Am I saturating the kingdom with, I mean, am I saturating the earth with the precepts of the kingdom? Am I doing that? And if I'm not doing that, then I'm not, I'm not really doing the kingdom's business. So in verse 20, it says, he arose and came to his father, but while he was still still far off, his father saw him and he was moved with compassion. All right, so let's look at this. When he arose and came to his father, when he decided to repent, he didn't stay in that same space. And so when we think about the word repent, we think about the word shuv. And shuv is comprised of three olivets, and that is Shin, but yet involved. Shin is telling me that I must destroy something. Well, what am I destroying? But yet is telling me there is something inside of me that has to be destroyed. Well, what am I destroying that's inside of me? Vav is telling me something that is connected inside of me and has taken root. It has to be completely destroyed. So when I repent, I totally changed the way I think about this thing. I don't play with it. I don't try to, um, you know, try to figure it out like, okay, how? no, I need to change the way that I think about it. I completely tear that house down. So he said he arose and came to his father, but while he was still far off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion. See, this is beautiful because it tells us that his father had long-term vision. His father, it says, his father saw him while he was still far off. See, just like our heavenly father, he knows the end from the very beginning. He knows it. He knows what we're going to decide, but he gives us that opportunity to change. And that, that's the beauty of it. He doesn't ever force us to do anything. He said, whomsoever will let them come. And we know that no one can come unto the father unless he's drawn by the Holy Spirit. But here it says, but while he was still far off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion and ran and fell in and fell on his neck and kissed him. And then the son said to him, father, I have sinned against heaven in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. When a purpose, when a purpose, when a person is out of purpose and then change the way that they think and have decided to reconnect, to get things right, 
then you are giving the father something to work with. Then you're showing that, yes, you can be made whole. Look, in verse 22, the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on them. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it. And let's eat and celebrate. For my son was dead and he is alive again. See, there is something to celebrate. When a person has changed their mind about their entire life, when they know they have made a mess of things and they have decided to make a change and reconnect to their person, purpose, there is something to celebrate, celebrate about. So this lost king was no longer lost, but he has decided that, you know what, I, I've been out of the way for a long time. And I want to say that it's possible for you to be out so long and you would think that, man, I, I've done so much and how, how can I get back? Well, the first thing that you need to do is change the way that you think. Know that greater is he that is in you that is he that is in the world. Yes, the father, he has a, a, a plan for your life. And guess what? This is something that Dr. Larry has always said. The father has a plan for your life and none of those plans include defeat. So you've got to see yourself how the father sees you. Okay, so now there's something that we want to get into. And this is the lost king as related to his brother, his older brother. So the younger son, he asked for his share, spent everything. And according to his older brother, he even spent money on prostitutes. And the younger son, he was out of purpose, lost sight of vision, but the scripture said he came to himself. He began to apply what he was thought. All right, so now let's look at the lost king that was in the house. Yeah, the lost king that was in the house. Now we see and we remember according to the story that the older brother, he, he came up and he was like, wait a minute, what's, what's going on? What, what's all the partying about? And so one of the servants says, well, your, your brother who was lost, he's now found. And so your father, he wants to have this big celebration. And let's go back and, and look and see exactly what this older brother said. Let's go back to the word. So let's look at verse 25. Now his elder son was in the field and as he came near the house, he heard music and dancing and he called one of the servants to him and asked, well, what's going on? He said to him, your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and healthy. But he was angry and would not go in. Another translation said he refused to go in. Let's deal with that for a moment. So the older brother, the older brother represents the ambassador who is in the house, but who is lost in the house. Let me give you some examples of this. The older brother who is in the house, but he is lost in the house. All right. He doesn't quite know who he is, number one. Number two, he's been around the word, near the word, 
but the word is not in, in him or her. Let me say that again. He or she has been around the word, near the word, but the word is not in him or her. How do we know this? We know that the word is not in him because when trials and afflictions come, instead of uh, demonstrating the power and dominating the word, I mean, dominating the circumstances, but with evidence of obeying the word, he or she decides, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm a worry. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh, help me. Oh, help me. You know, things like that, just totally operating in the flesh. See, it's, a, it's possible to be right under the fountain and never get wet. It's possible to be so close. I mean, you just right, but you, here's the fountain going up and you, 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 so you, you just, you didn't get wet. Wait, wait, we cannot, we cannot go along in life thinking that that's what the father wants. He wants the best for us. Okay, so the older brother, we noticed that his attitude was not right. He, his perception was off. Why do we say that? Because it says that he was angry. How is it that you could be angry when your younger brother reconnected to his purpose? You, I mean, you mad, you big man? You, you, you big, big man, because you refuse to even go in the house. Wait a minute. So this is showing that he's a king. Yeah, he was a king, but he was lost in the house. So he was the one who may, he may have been reading the scripture, but did the scripture go inside of him and read him so that he could see what he needed to change. We've got to change the way that we think. Remember, we said that the ambassador was the one who has that strong desire on the inside to lead, to dominate the anointed leader. That's an ambassador. That's what an ambassador does. All right. And so uh, we just have to look at that older brother, that older brother. I'm, I'm, I was looking at, it and I was like, whoa, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I need to make sure that I'm not operating like that older brother at any time. I, I need to make sure. And I, and I want to say this, you know, being, I have, I have um, mentioned that Dr. Larry, I've been under his tutors for 21 years, but I must say, I wish I could say that I was 100% uh, obedient 21 of those years. <laughs> I wish I could say that because there were times when I was given certain assignments and I was like, okay, uh, Dr. Larry, you, okay, don't you see that I'm, my hands already full? I mean, what, what's going on here? Uh, look, I, do, I mean, okay, hello. Um, I think I got enough here. <laughs> Why? Why was I talking like that? Because I was operating out of my, my own mindset and my own ability. But when the father anoints you to do something, everything that you have is already inside of you. He have deposited inside of you. Why would he ask me to do something and I didn't have that ability? to get that done. So that's something that I had to learn. And so uh, there was something that we used to say, and that is, 
my pastor's request is my ability to get the job done. My pastor's request is my ability to get the job done. So Dr. Larry, I want to thank you for uh, having patience with me and long suffering. You know, the father was working something inside on you. Also, he was working it out. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. But um, jokey, jokey. No, he was working things out inside of me and I had to change the way that I was thinking. Never do I ever want to see myself as a lost king in the house. Okay. So a lost king in the house is the one who's saying that, you know, I, I'm shy. I, I'm shy. Well, the word of Elohim tells us that the righteous are bold as lions. So I've got to say to myself, I've got to get rid of that thought. You know, I really, I really don't like to talk in front of people. Well, guess what? Me either. You know, some people love it, but I would prefer to work in the background but I know that I am anointed to do what the father has called me to do. So that's what I'm doing. That's when you reconnect with your purpose, get rid of every excuse. So I want to encourage you. If you're like the lost brother in the house and you're making excuses and your attitude is not like the father. And as a matter of fact, all of heaven rejoices when one person gives their soul uh, to the father, all of heaven rejoice. And if I can't rejoice, then I've, I've, I've got to check myself. Something is going on. Something is wrong. We've been carrying the scripture, toting it around just like the Pharisees, but is the, is that same scripture? Is it carrying me? Am I, do I know how to carry myself? Do I know how to have that posture? Okay. Let me calm down. Somebody say, calm down, lady. That's how I have to talk to myself. Lady, calm, calm down, lady. Yeah. Yeah, so it's possible to be a kingdom ambassador right under the fountain. Right under the fountain. You're faithful. You're giving your, you're returning your tithes. You're returning your first fruit and you're giving your offering. But then when something is asked of you, full of excuses, full of reasons why you can't. No, no. Turning back is not an option. It's time to connect with the purpose that the Father has given you. It's time to reconnect, connect and stay connected. All right. So let's look at this. Um, looking at this lost king, there's one more thing that I want to deal with concerning this lost king. And that is he was bringing the world's way of thinking into the kingdom. See, this is where we're missing it. When we think that we can continue to do with the, th the things that we were doing in the world and we try to mix it in with the kingdom, there, there is no mixing. Two kingdoms cannot mix. This is why when Yeshua was, if, as a matter of fact, if Yeshua was here right now and you were to ask him, well, Whose side on, are you on? He would say, neither. I'm about kingdom. I'm neither Democrat nor Republican. I'm, I'm none of that stuff. My kingdom is not of this world. So as a matter of fact, you, you need to change the way that you think. I, I need to make sure that I change the way that I think. And this change is a continual 
process will continually change the way that we think and make sure that my precepts are like the precepts of the word of Elohim. Now, I want you to look at this in um, Timothy's Bayet 3. This is taken from the Messianic World Bible. And it says this, but I know this, that in the last days, grievous times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, blasphemers, disobedience to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, unforgiving slanderers, without self-control, fierce, not lovers of good, traitors, headstrong, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of Elohim, holding a form of godliness or better word is righteousness, but having denied its power. Oh my goodness. I look like, I look like I know something, but then when that pressure is applied, we fall apart. The answer is no. Having the form, I look a certain way on the outside, but then when the enemy come to test that word, then we fall apart. The answer is no. All right, verse five, holding a form of righteousness, but having denied his power, turn away from these also, for some of these are people who creep into houses and take captive gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come into the knowledge of the truth. The father wants us not only to be saved, but what come into the knowledge of the truth. As a matter of fact, when we think about that word truth, it is comprised of olive, mem, tav. Well, olive is telling me that something uh, is strong or that strong leader or the source. And then mem, this is the life-giving spirit. And then Tom, this is the covenant. It is pointing us to the covenant. So Yeshua said, I am the truth. I'm all of Mim Tom. I'm all of it. I'm that strong leader. I'm that source. I'm that strong life-giving spirit. I'm that one. And you're supposed to, and I'm supposed to make sure that I stay connected and obey what thus says the covenant of the kingdom. So this is really good. This is really good. Just thinking about how this lost king, he was right in the house. The father was very patient with him and he has been patient with us. But as you know, time is winding up. We don't have the same type of time as we did yesterday. Uh, there are cer certain things going on and the word tells us that there's going to be wars, rumors of wars, um, kingdom is going to rise against kingdom. All of these things are happening, but we need to make sure that we are focused. We are purpose driven. I'm not just busy doing everything else, but I am productive and I am focused on kingdom business. Okay, the beauty of when the father was talking to his younger son, the one who, uh, you know, went out and splurged and did everything and 
just mess things up. The beauty of it, he was telling him, I mean, his attitude towards the younger son was, oh, you know what? I love you, son. Uh, I just want you to come. And I I'm just appreciative that you're here. And then when he was looking at the older son, I noticed that his attitude toward the older son, he said in verse 31, you can go back and look at it. It says, uh, my son, you are with me here always. He said, you're always with me and everything that I have is yours. See, as a king, we have to realize that the father, it's his good pleasure for us to be blessed. As a matter of fact, when I am blessed, I'm making him look good. But we must, we must realize that I have to have access and knowledge and understand how to use what I've been given. It's one thing to have a set of keys, but it's another thing to know exactly what I need to do with those keys that I have. He's given us keys to the kingdom and I have to make sure that I understand that I have access to the kingdom and it's time for me to walk in purpose and do what the father has called me to do. All right. So the question is, do you know who you are? Have you looked in the mirror? Are you seeing yourself as the father sees you? Are you still seeing that timid person? Oh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get up in front of stop. I don't want to get up in front of people. Well, me either. But what's better, to obey and submit to the Father or to resist and rebel? Which, which one is better? It says, choose this day. What I, I set before you today, uh, death, life, and, and blessings, curse. You know, I, I've set this before you. Which one are you going to choose? Are you going to choose life? Choose life. We've got to go back to the manufacturer. Listen to this. Your friends can't validate you. Your parents, they can guide you, but you have to decide what to obey based on what the father has already said. And, and, and it, it sounds terrible. I, well, I got to decide what to obey. Yeah, the decision is yours. The father has given you a free will. Choose him. So what am I supposed to do? I've got to change the way that I think. Refuse to be lost in the house. It's one thing to be lost and you're out there and doing whatever. But when you're in the house, don't be lost in the house. Seek the father while he can be found. Put your hand to the plow. Put your hand to the plow and refuse to turn back. Remember, turning back is not an option. So here's the question. Do you know who you are? Do you know why you're here? Do you know your purpose? Are you ready for change? Ready or not, change is here and it's time. So for those who have been listening to the sound of my voice on today, I want to encourage you to make sure that you know without a doubt that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing right now. And I would love for you to connect with Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassador if you want to hear kingdom teachings and learn the ways of Elohim.
I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about just being connected and understanding what, what are the precepts? How does he want me to dominate my circumstance? How, how does he want me to do that? What does that look like for my family? All right. And then also, if you decide that um, you want to partner with us, there, there's a way that you can contact us and that will be shown. Um, whew. And also, if you decide that you would like to connect with us and partner with us, be sure to wait right after this message and we will give you more information. Remember, we are praying for you. We're praying that you will continually walk in purpose, know why you are here, know that you are a kingdom ambassador. You're not entitled to your own opinion, but you are entitled to do what thus says Elohim. Be blessed and shalom to you. And we are looking to hear from you really soon. the Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors has a mobile app available to you. That's right, it's the Church by Ministry One app available in your Play Store. Simply download the app, open it up, then type in Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors in order to find the ministry. Be sure to allow the application to send you notifications. And then there's a profile option that gives the ministry information about you. And it's all available in the Church by Ministry One app. Download that from your Play Store today and be in touch with Empowerment of Faith wherever you go.